bruce willis was dead the whole time there were two killers luke that's your daddy the robot did it snake was a good guy he really wasn't cheating they was in purgatory the whole time what everybody dies verbal kent is kaiser so say they killed old yellow oh my god everybody in this tyler perry movie got aids spoiled movie reviews hey welcome to another episode of spoiled movie reviews i'm your host rod joined as always by myself all by myself that's right it's just me and maybe you hear karen laughing in the background uh as i'm recording uh this is a solo review uh starting a new month so listen uh that means a couple of notes one leave us five star reviews on this feed just the the blackout tips for movie review leave us a five star review uh wherever you get your podcast uh but especially on apple uh two if you're a freeloader uh you won't be hearing this until 30 days from now um if you want to hear these episodes as they're released uh we've got some big releases coming out this month uh next month i know black panther's coming out so um if you want to get them right away sign up for our premium the blackoutist.com slash premium sign up there um and i promise you you'll get these reviews when they drop and you'll also get a plethora of other shows uh so if you want to support us those are great ways and if you continue want to you know not pay that that's fine too i'm not mad at you but leave us a review i think it's a nice thing to do all right spoiler movie review this one is for a movie called lou which i saw on netflix i'll give you the quick and dirty down low of it i watched it by myself i'll tell you what i like what i didn't like score from zero to five of course it's a spoiled movie review so this is a review for people who've seen the movie don't ever plan on seeing the movie or don't care about spoilers because i do plan to spoil this movie so turn this off if you don't want to know um and i'm going to talk about the comments that you left for a couple of other solo reviews i did for netflix movies me time and then uh morbius which is on netflix even though it was originally released in the theaters um so i think that's all the upfront so let's get into it lou um let's talk about the synopsis of this movie lou um which uh star directed by ann forrester and it stars uh allison janey journey smollett logan marshall green um and uh anna forrester has made underworld blood wars outlander day after tomorrow so you know you may have heard of those um all right so the synopsis okay a massive storm rages a young girl is kidnapped her mother with no other option teams up with the mysterious older woman next door to pursue the kidnapper a journey into the wilderness that will test their limits and expose dark and shocking secrets from their past um all right so let's talk about what we liked and then we'll get into what we didn't like first of all allison janey is amazing in this okay she plays an impossible white man uh this is an impossible white man movie she got a very secretive set of skills from a very shady government background and at the beginning we just think she's an old woman with a dog that's like a landlord and she's kind of mean and standoffish to everybody 
and uh and and it's literally in the first opening scene we see she's about to commit suicide she's about to kill herself and so we know whatever she got some deep dark secrets you know and and this is gonna be one of them gritty movies you know but to our surprise this movie turns out to be an action film to a certain extent and almost like a western because it's not uh it's not so much an action film in which she kills like 50 people or something but it's an action film in that uh you know she definitely does kill some people you know um anyway she was great uh i i honestly this felt like the kind of movie clint eastwood would have got 20 years ago maybe maybe even 30 years ago and we would have been like wow what a gritty action but because it was a woman you don't see as much um i guess maybe not hoopla over that type of role but uh just give her all the roles that we would have gave to 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 clint eastwood i think that would be cool um the other another thing i liked about it was um the runtime you know i want to say this movie came in at about yeah hour 47 you know so it was it was like you really only gotta watch like an hour 40 but is 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 yeah the runtime it was running pretty smooth you kind of found out something new in each act um and they had a lot of twists and turns uh that i actually didn't see coming i saw somebody say in one of the imdb reviews that oh this is a pretty predictable movie i'm not gonna lie them they let that third act they had me being like wait what who you know so I, i it was not predictable to me i actually enjoyed that that part of the writing um uh, another thing i liked about the movie was journey smollett uh she was good in it as the mom of the daughter who gets kidnapped and then the way they revealed her like backstory of, of like escaping this man who was abusive and then logan marshall green plays the the the, the father slash ex the abuser and turns out that he was in the military and he had a bunch of specialized skills and you find out that he um faked his death and he's come back to kidnap his daughter uh i told y'all i was spoiling it and he the thing about about his his character was pretty good too as far as the way they played him um but the 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 way that they reveal her talking about the abuse and you see lou who you think is this almost gonna be this motherly or at least even like protective figure because she's helping journey find her kidnapped daughter um but lou is very much a loner she didn't even want journey smollett's character handed to come with her she uh is not sympathetic to the abuse she's basically like why didn't you just leave earlier you know and it takes her going through all this shit to realize that you know there's a different type of strength that hannah had that she doesn't understand and then the biggest head twist of it all is philip is actually lou's son who was kidnapped from her when she was like five or something well he was five she never went looking for him because uh she knew that her enemies were going to use that against her or something and so uh low-key all of hannah's plight and the how philip is fucked up and his abuse and stuff is actually kind of low-key because of lou and lou never taking care of philip and lou never coming to get him and him learning all this you know stuff at the hands of these abusive men and shit and then taking it out on his fan on, on journey smollett's character hannah it seems not his daughter as of yet but still he he grew up to be an abusive piece of shit and lou has secretly been taking care of hannah that's why she um is her landlord blah 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 but she never even fucking stopped to like 
um get to know her granddaughter or the mother of her granddaughter so you know in those ways at the you find those twists out at the end and those honestly those were shocking twists to me um i thought the big twist was gonna be oh she's secretly um been in a cia or something i didn't realize this shit was gonna basically be a family drama um all put in this another thing i like was just the way it looked the way they filmed it all that fucking rain it must have been so expensive to film all that fucking rain um but the fact that this is storm and they're doing all this fighting and stuff in it and you know the way that the terrain itself is almost like a, a villain in this movie and making it hard to track um that's the i thought it looked great as a film um uh i didn't find it look cheap uh and i enjoyed the gritty action scene specifically when lou fought the henchman and this thing was gritty it was gritte gritte it was a lot of you know people getting stabbed and 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 trying to overcome these wounds and of course it's impossible white man so it's like you can literally get like stabbed in the side and you know put some gauze on it and then fucking run another half mile and fight again but you know that's what impossible white man movies are you know in, in real life obviously you you just lay in there hoping that the ambulance comes but um and then i also like the creative ways they made it so that because you know these movies always have it like we can't call the police or the police can't get involved or it's too it's too late you know because you got to solve the problem yourself in these movies and so the creative ways they did to like oh we can't get communication and all this stuff and the way that lou knew you know don't get on the walkie-talkie and of course that's how journey smollett's character fucks that up you know so um but yeah i, I really enjoy all of that stuff about it um trying to think if there's anything else for likes that i'm missing out on um yeah i just think it's pretty much gritty and 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 yeah it's just yeah yeah it's a minimalist approach like you don't see a lot um in it but uh yeah i I thought the acting and performances were all pretty good um so uh all right let's get to um the dislikes okay so i will say that um for some of the dislikes i thought that it was a little too neat that everybody was family and shit you know like that was kind of like in the third act it's like actually this is a family drama none of this is really about the big picture cia black ops type of shit that seemed to be happening and i think i might have liked it better if lou if it wasn't so neat if they hadn't taken that last step of saying lou was this guy's mom i actually think i would have liked it better um just because it it makes what lou's doing a little bit more about her skills and and her like willingness to help these people despite not wanting to as opposed to it being a, a kind of a thing about motherhood and who's suited for it and who's responsible for somebody else's thing it was like a little too neat you know um the uh other thing was um i wish it had more action like they had great a good explosion at the beginning she does kill a couple of henchmen which what the fuck were they doing like this nigga wants to go kidnap his daughter why the fuck is his crew coming along I, i would be like that's between you and like it already sounds like what you're doing is fucked up and illegal you kidnap your own daughter but that's between y'all like i'm not fucking going out to fucking an island off the coast of seattle or wherever the fuck just to 
just to, to die for your ass like i don't have nothing to do with that good luck you know but those dudes i guess they needed an action sequence um so you know they had to get killed um and uh the 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 other stuff let me see anything else i didn't like um yeah i wish we had got more from philip uh also the fights after the two dudes get killed the fights take a distinctively lower level of like grit and realism so once she starts fighting her son the fights are less like choreographed in a cool type of action scene way and it's just more like we're fighting because we need to talk and it's really an allegory for us talking through the fact that i abandoned you as a mom and that was kind of whack to me and of course the final the final thing um the final scene not scene but the final uh the conclusion of the third act when she uses his body to shield her from helicopter bullets and then they both pretend you know they both are quote unquote dead but she really lived because somehow like that's not just impossible white man it was just so weird like and no one went to check the body and nobody went and realized that lou's still alive because only one body was found or something no one wants to know why a fucking helicopter shot two people off of uh, 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 the coast of an american island and shit it just like that they want it feel like they wanted to do something clever and they specifically wanted to do something with her like hugging her son and saying i'm sorry i failed you or whatever but then you know you get shot by the helicopter i thought that was a little too much like i i and i and it also just i feel like a helicopter fucking bullet several actually that hit dead center would have killed the fuck out of both of them regardless of her whatever body armor you have you, both of y'all those bullets don't stop like you know nine millimeter bullets going through one person and shit so um but yeah I, I, you know that it was just those last that last that third act i really wish they should have gone i thought they should have gone with either she had to fight her way through a bunch of henchmen or something or he had to fight his way through a bunch of police or something to give us a little more action but maybe the budget didn't allow or maybe they really wanted it to be like a they wanted to turn it into like a heart-wrenching family drama type thing um this also suffers from something that james bond's last movie suffered from which is the way too convenient child like this baby was getting kidnapped uh i think the baby had to pee one time uh it was no like it was quieted when it was supposed to be quiet it was you like it just felt like that it was so easy to kidnap this child and it was just super preternaturally smart it was so smart that it was it was smarter than the film it was like okay i should be quiet here okay i'm gonna sneak off here okay i'm gonna stop asking questions now and i kind of like when a kid is a kid in those roles because it shows one the kidnapper hasn't really thought this shit through he hasn't really been her father this whole time and then two um it feels like a real child when it's a little bit inconvenient for the script writing but uh yeah they didn't they they did they took the easy way out with the baby you know um but uh yeah that's it for for the dislikes uh what would i rate it i think i would rate it like a three three and a half out of five i actually on an impossible white man slash western type of vibe uh and maybe just because it stars an older woman as the, the the impossible white man 
it had an appeal to me i think it's just as uh passable as many other films of this ilk you know uh i mean if i had a dollar for every assassin with a heart of gold you know throws it all away because of a fucking child movie i'd i'd be rich so um yeah i thought everyone performed admirably the script or the money may have let them down in the third act a little bit that's fine i know it's, i think it's based off a book so maybe you know maybe this is what the book was about i was like you know the mother and the son but you know it's a little unrealistic but that's fine um so yeah probably three three and a half out of five i enjoyed it um more than i disliked it um let's get to your comments okay episode 419 was morbius i got two comments sandler agony uh left a comment he says look i'm gonna keep this as firm as can be morbius is terrible it's not even fun terrible (laughs) well i'm that's interesting because sandler agony like i feel like a lot of times when you write in it's you know if i'm like i didn't really like this batman you'd be like it was good if i you know like you see the good in a lot of these comic booky actionist type of things and i i was interested that, that you couldn't even find something in this so i mean that must it must truly be a piece of shit a poor venom tie-in and dancing milo are just yeah thirsty matt smith and al madrigal did their very best to make this banal production mildly entertaining to no avail sony for the love of god stop with the sinister six telegraph and amazing spider-man 2 was eight years ago and we're off that now yeah they're not bringing back andrew garfield that's for sure i mean i think no way home kind of solidified that is his like goodbye tilt um and then uh, skipping forward whatever eight years ago eight years or it will be even more by the time they finish these right that doesn't make any sense um and then i also find it weird because like the sinister six thing seemed like an idea before marvel got involved and now it's like i just want to see what marvel does with spider-man i don't really care what y'all do over there and for who is going to see these movies like madam web like what what is what even is madam web to most people that see movies i don't you know and also it's like super confusing to the like casual comic book fans Mm -hmm. and it feels like sony's just ripping people off off of just they might think it's related to the other marvel shit and then they and now they've gotten so blatant with it that they actually try to quote unquote tie it in and put in like at the end of this movie you put in and venom you put in stuff like the portals from uh from no way home and it's like well now people are going to think this shit has something to do with it uh no way home technically was a version of the sinister six or five if we're being honest and if you think about it uh, about it and that might be as good as it'll ever get visually it's fine but i never understood the meaning of it other than something that felt very throwaway i will say this very smart of sony to team up with netflix to stream netflix on their platform because no one would pay for their crackle plus if they did not go to if they did go that route Crackle already sucks as an app and no one cares. Tubi already runs laps around it and they're free. Shit will have more bugs than one star restaurant where Crackle has already. Glad I didn't pay for this. Yeah, I'm glad I didn't pay either. And also, and I would have never paid for this, by the way. But also, um, I, I, I think more of these companies should have just let Netflix pay them to stream their shit. But, you know i i can't imagine the revenue being split this many ways is is lucrative for all these companies especially once they start pouring in money to make original films for their platforms it's like okay so is there a hundred million dollars worth of value in 
these movies that go straight to your streaming platform are hundred millions uh, hundreds of millions of dollars coming in to offset this shit i feel like we're just a year or two away from all these things having to consolidate or sell off shit to get back into uh the green because um you know when amazon is paying a hundred forty million dollars fifty million dollars an episode of uh rings of power you have to wonder how sustainable that is at least amazon has their business side that gets more money than god but what about just if you take just the streaming revenue and look just at how much that is i wonder if they if they're cutting even and and that's of course where amazon being able to kind of force you with the if you want amazon prime delivery oh also you get the movie you know so lotus flower says morbius drinking from blood bags it was what did it for me it didn't even look like he was drinking from the bags bothered me so much i don't know why because it's bad and bad sexual effects and bad acting i mean i mean the sad part is that it's probably jared leto's best role as far as something that was different to him doing his normal reserved you know stoic you know weirdo vibe thing but that's not saying much to me i don't think he's a great actor in the way that a lot of people do and i don't think i've liked any of the fucking movies he's been in <laughs> like even when it's just like blade runner and shit i'm just like oh him i knew this was gonna suck you know i uh, forget the name of that movie he was in with denzel and rami malik but another like just i don't see it for this dude and i don't get it you know last comment is for me time uh the kevin hart and mark Wahlberg comedy on netflix spoiler movie review episode 420 and it's not a stoner comedy but close enough i suppose just to note they did foreshadow seal when he had the house to himself and he was playing seal also the seal song they chose fit well thematically with the movie and i wouldn't be surprised they built the movie around the seal scene okay so when i say foreshadow seal i i don't mean it in the way like they played a seal song earlier or something i meant like an obsession or a love with seal like a joke based off of that you know like oh here's him uh like what if if mark warbrother would have said he had a picture of kevin hart something they photoshopped probably or a video of kevin hart trying to rush the stage when they were in college or you know earlier in their lives trying to rush a steel a seal concert stage and being like kicked out like that's a to me that's foreshadowing that's like oh he this guy loves seal and you get a funny little 10 second joke out of it and then when when seal shows up later at at this party at his house you're like oh he's gonna love this you see what i'm saying because it, it was other songs that played and he listened to in this movie i wouldn't i didn't expect any of those artists to show up so I, anyway I, i'm not shitting on it but i just felt like you know it kind of felt like it came out of nowhere or was like maybe even a throw in later like guys we got seal and the last part of course i agree with you is i think this was a good excuse for mark Wahlberg and kevin hart to hang out and do fun shit and then call it a movie and you know i think adam sandler does the same thing i don't blame them but it doesn't necessarily make the movie good you know (laughs) but it's like oh y'all got to go to a lakers game congratulations you know and you made money off of it you wrote it off on your taxes that's good but it don't necessarily make it good to watch um but all right y'all thanks for everybody for your feedback hope you enjoyed this first review of uh october i'm sure i'll be reviewing some more movies uh there's a bunch of stuff on streaming i need to watch so uh yeah thanks and thank you for everyone who left a comment and the people who leave five star reviews we appreciate y'all all right until next time peace